Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. come around again we are at the end of a year (laughs) and our topic today is strength or weakness coming from the end of the text chapter 31 talking about choosing once again oh what a blessing to join together and to close out our year and prepare to start the new year Even though time is completely an illusion, it is still something that we uh, mark things by. And uh, perhaps like you, I am uh, so grateful uh, for this year and the expansion I've experienced. More peace, more love, more joy, more clarity. And uh, very, very grateful for that. Uh, Major improvements in my relationships and uh, really seeing all the benefits of the spiritual practice. So, so grateful for that. And very excited about what things are unfolding in uh, my life, in my ministry, which is my life. (laughs) And uh, for all of us, feeling very excited, very, very grateful. It's a powerful time for us to be alive. Grateful that we are fully empowered, awakening beings who are letting go of the delusion of the illusion together. So let's seal that in prayer. I place my hand on my heart, so grateful and so thankful that love is all there is. Grateful to take this breath of love and gratitude and affirm my gratitude. Grateful to affirm my gratitude. Yep. That feels right to me. So grateful and thankful to consciously join together and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self for the purpose of remembering and recognizing the mighty I am presence is our true nature. We are one with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our higher self. We are grateful and thankful to get a divine download. We are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love to remember the truth that sets us free, happening now, grateful now, so in love with love right now. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We open ourselves to a time of healing, expansion, and clarity. We are claiming a healing, and so we know it's done. We know we are grateful. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. We rest in God. We rest in the mind of God. Yes. Ah, yes. So I, uh, one of the things I do on a regular basis, once once a day, I send out daily inspiration. I call it my uh, spiritual espresso, my daily blog, my daily shot of spiritual espresso. And we've got some 
subscribers all over the world. I love writing those. And then once a week or so, I'll write uh, a longer, usually a longer piece of inspiration that um, I put in an email and uh, goes to everybody. And uh, yesterday, I was writing about temptation. I was writing about choosing again. And uh, Spirit guided me to go there for this episode. So we're looking at chapter 31, which is entitled The Final Vision, and section 8, which is entitled Choose Once Again. It's on page 666 of my copy, and it's about temptation. So it begins, temptation has one lesson it would teach in all its forms, wherever it occurs. Temptation would persuade the Holy Son of God, he is a body, born in what must die, unable to escape its frailty, and bound by what it orders him to feel. So all temptation has only one lesson that it teaches, and that is that I am a body. So we can think of all the forms of temptation. So there's the obvious ones when we have a temptation to, oh, to do something like self-medication. Uh, eating, drinking, sexing, whatever it is uh, that is the form of self-medication. That's a temptation. The temptation to judge, we can think of that. Uh, we can think of temptations to, um, well, uh, to judge is to attack, temptation to attack, uh, temptation to resist, to be reluctant, right? Lots of forms of temptations. Temptations to ignore, temptations to not listen, temptations to cast aspersions, all kinds of temptations. They all persuade us, or the purpose is to persuade us that I am a body. And so... I have found that this is extremely helpful for me when I'm looking at temptation, right? The temptation to give up, the temptation to feel lost, the temptation to be angry, right? These are all really forms of temptation to judge, temptation to complain, temptation to give up and quit. All temptation in its myriad forms is all for the purpose of persuading us that we're a body and we don't have what it takes. So the great thing is, even when we feel we are just completely out of steam, we're so overwhelmed, we always have what it takes because we have a relationship with the higher Holy Spirit self. And that higher Holy Spirit self can move a mountain. If we are willing. So that's what it takes. It takes our willingness. Are you willing? Wilt thou be made whole? Right? So I find that when there's temptation, I can say to myself, 
Jennifer, wilt thou be made whole, or wilt thou be reduced to a body? Lack and limitation. I find it helpful. Changes my mind. Like, oh yeah, no, I don't want to be reduced to a body. Ugh, it's so dense. But you know what? Even if in that moment you feel like, hell yes, I would like to be reduced to a body because right now I just want to get out of here. I want to escape. Escape this world through my self-medication, through whatever it is that's going to help me numb my feelings and get me out of the pain. When we choose self-medication in that way, to numb us and get us out of the pain, we're absolutely denying the power of the higher Holy Spirit self. We're absolutely saying, I am a body. I am not powerful. I am the opposite of powerful. And so what I need is to numb myself because I don't have other choices and other resources. And so that's why this section is called Choose Once Again. It says, Temptation sets the limits on what he can do. Its power is the only strength he has. His grasp cannot exceed its tiny reach. Would you be this if Christ appeared to you in all his glory, asking you but this? Now, think of this. This is Jesus saying, if Christ appeared to you, in all his glory, asking you but this. Choose once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world, or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. Wow! So clear! Unequivocal! Choose once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world, or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. So we can either be the savior of the world, or we can hold our brothers in hell and stay there with them. Those two pictures are, to me, so much more helpful than choose love or fear. Choose heaven or hell. Choose to be the savior of the world. Doesn't that appeal to us as light workers? Oh, we'd like to be helpful, wouldn't we? We can be the savior of the world. Or we can keep our brothers and sisters in hell. Hold them there. And then it says, For Christ has come, and Christ is asking this. Choose once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world, or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. How do you make the choice? How easily is this explained? You always choose between your weakness and the strength of Christ in you. And what you choose is what you think is real. So, you always choose between your weakness and the strength of Christ in you. That's a choice. Do we choose the strength of Christ in us, or do we choose weakness? Which will you choose? Oh, these, these images, these descriptions, so helpful to us in having clarity about what we're going to choose. I love it. It says, 
And what you choose is what you think is real, right? So if you're choosing weakness, which is the self-medication, the self-flagellation, the escaping, the attacking, the temptation, if we're choosing that, apparently we don't think choosing Christ is even real. So not only are we choosing the pain of self-medication and separation, we're also affirming that we do not believe Christ is real. Well, no wonder we choose self-medication and separation if we don't believe Christ is real. And by Christ is real, Christ is the Son of God. Remember, this is what A Course in Miracles tells us, that we are the Christ, and the Christ is the Holy Son of God. So the human collective is the Christ. The human collective is the Holy Son of God. We're affirming that we don't believe that we can possibly ever be the Christ or have ever been the Christ when we choose temptation. Yikes! We can look at it that way as, oh no, well, no wonder I feel like such a sinner, right? Or we can look at it as this way, oh wow, just think, if I just start choosing not temptation, choosing whatever is the alternative in the moment to the temptation, then I'm choosing the Christ. Then I'm being the Savior of the world. Just start doing that more than choosing temptation, and you're going to see a radical change in your life. That's what I've done. So it's not that I never choose temptation. To be honest with you, I still choose temptation don't chastise myself for it because then it's just insult to injury. No need for that. Always learning. Always learning. Number one, learning. Be patient. Be kind. Love Jennifer. <laughs> love Jennifer. Love myself. So that's a bottom line that I encourage you to consider for this coming year. To hold that as your bottom line. I am not going to attack myself anymore. Not doing that. I really drew the line about attacking myself, and boy, did it make a difference in my life. And everybody in my life felt it. I started to become a much more loving and kind person when I just simply stopped attacking myself. What a huge difference it made in my life. Oh my goodness. OMG. <laughs> so it says here what you choose is what you think is real. Simply by never using weakness to direct your actions, you have given it no power. And the light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do. For you have brought your weakness unto him and he has given you his strength instead remember that one of the key things about the ego is the temptation to go it alone I find this so helpful it says simply by never using weakness 
to direct your actions. You have given it no power, and the light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do. Imagine for one moment that the Christ was in charge of everything in your life. Wouldn't that absolutely mean that any sense of poverty, any sense of lack of love, any sense of lack of talent or personality, any sense of confusion or doubt or worry or fear, blame, shame, regret, resentment, hurt, jealousy, all negativity would dissolve and resolve permanently. The light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do. Wouldn't that mean that your life would totally rock, that you would be such a loving presence, that you would be tuned in and tapped in in every single moment. Isn't that a reason to give up temptation? For me, one of the things that I find extremely helpful is to consider on a regular basis how much energy does it take to manage and cope with things, to settle with things, to be managing and coping with things all the time instead of transforming, transcending, transmuting, using a divine alchemy to lift me out. One of the things I've just been doing in the last few days is having fun playing with a new tool, which is Facebook Live. I've been making some live videos really simply, quickly on Facebook. It's kind of fun. And um, if you're subscribed to the A Course in Miracles Facebook page, um, the rather the A Course in Miracles radio show Facebook page, then um, if you're, I guess if your Facebook is open in your browser or on your phone, not quite sure how it works, actually. <laughs> uh, you'll get some kind of a notification. Hey, Jennifer's going live. Or you can just watch the videos later. And um, what uh, I've been sharing is some of these insights and things that I feel come from the higher Holy Spirit self that have really helped me to redirect my energy and to give up the temptation to complain and to blame and to uh, energize situations and circumstances that are unhelpful to me. So my invitation to you is to consider that literally any problem that you think you have will be solved by the Christ in you when you get uh, into this habit of choosing that Christ light in you, that higher self, the I am presence instead of the ego and the the very energy of temptation is such a great reminder. Oh, this is my holy opportunity. Not later. It's not hidden. Here's the temptation. So one of the things I learned to do is to say to the higher Holy Spirit self, when there's a temptation, let me know it. 
Let me see it. Let me recognize it. Let me recognize it so I can choose again. It says here, when we're letting the Christ be in charge and using temptation to highlight that choice, it says, when we choose the Christ, you have brought your weakness unto the Christ, and the Christ has given you his strength instead of the weakness of the ego. It says... Oh, well, actually, let me just mention here, one of the things about the ego is it always wants us to go things alone. Ugh. Always wants us to go it alone. Always thinks that there's more points if you don't have anybody to help you. But it's just not true. It's such a bold-faced lie. It's actually so uh, uplifting to invite other people to help to have other people's assistance, to call them into the equation and to invite them to practice with us, to dance in the light with us, to live life joyfully with us, to help us move the boxes and to help us cook the meal and going it alone, not so great. Because when we're the two or more gathered in the name and the nature of love, the name and the nature of the Christ, then there's a holy relationship that's happening. Holy relationship is the best tool we have for our remembering our divinity. So the whole thing about going alone, going it alone, is just the ego saying, oh, oh, it's so much better if you go alone. Be independent, not interdependent. You know, don't don't involve them. Go it alone. Go it alone. I'm going to invite you right now to think of some things in your life that you have been doing where you've been going it alone and you don't have to. And maybe you feel burdened by it. Just consider that. Any place in your life where you've been thinking that somehow it's better to go it alone. The very idea of going it alone is such an ego idea. So it's not that we have to have people to help us, because sometimes people don't do things because they feel like they have to have other people doing it for them or doing it with them and they're afraid to develop their own resources. But the idea that somehow, and this speaks to what we were talking about last week with sacrifice and martyr conversation, a lot of times when we think we're supposed to do it by ourselves, we have to do it by ourselves. There's more points if we do it by ourselves. We're literally just getting ourselves into this place of suffering and feeling alone and helpless and despondent. It's just completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. No advantages whatsoever. So it says here, trials are but lessons that you failed to learn, presented once again. So where you made a faulty choice before, you now can make a better one, and thus escape all pain that what you chose before has brought to you.
Now, consider this. You know, sometimes we read these things. I know a lot of people find this to be very cryptic. It's actually so precise. And in that precision is the clarity. So trials, the trials and tribulations that we experience. So if we just think, okay, we're just coming out of the holidays. A lot of people have had a lot of intense emotional relationship stuff with their family, things coming up for healing. So let's say those emotional upsets are trials. And it says the trials are but lessons that you failed to learn when in your childhood, in a previous incarnation, we don't know, just somewhere in the past, doesn't matter where, the spirit knows exactly and precisely where, our personality may not identify where, that doesn't matter, completely does not matter. But when it happened before, let's say the original time and subsequent times, that we went into some judgment, some belief, some thought of separation, and we liked it. We thought it was a good idea to choose separation. In those moments of the past, there was an opportunity to learn something, and we did not choose it then. But now, we can choose once again. So it says, trials are but lessons that you failed to learn, presented once again. So, in the past, we failed to learn. Oh, it's being represented to us. Presented once again. And represented is a great way to think about it because it's what's happening is the situation, the circumstances are a projection of our beliefs. So it's actually a representation of our beliefs. It's represented and it's representing our beliefs. So the choice is represented and the experience is a representation of our beliefs. So it says where you made a faulty choice before, you can now make a better one. And thus escape all pain that what you chose before has brought to you. So when we choose again, meaning in this moment when we're triggered and we're upset, we choose love, then whatever we chose before and the memory of it will really dissolve and resolve permanently and we will escape from all pain associated with what we chose before. So we don't have to keep re-experiencing the pain of what we chose before. Because when we choose love now, we dissolve the belief from the past that's being represented to us in the present moment as our healing opportunity. So this is why I say so often, let's not miss any more opportunities to have a healing. Let's claim our healing. Oh yeah, let's claim our healing. Woohoo! <laughs> let's claim our healing. Oh, for God's sakes, let's claim our healing. Yes, making a pact on that for the new year. 
Indeed. Hey, there's a few announcements I'd like to make. One is uh, that we do have the transcripts available now at livingacourseofmiracles.com. The transcripts for this radio broadcast are being posted on the resources page. And we're adding more on a regular basis, trying to get one or two more per week up there. Good one a week at least. And... um, If you have a particular broadcast you'd really like to see us transcribe, just shoot an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com and request it, and we'll put it to the top of the queue. Um, So there's that. Um, One of the things that we're doing is we're going to be beefing up the A Course in Miracles study group support next year. Probably take us a little bit longer, a month or mm, so to get that going, but look for that. Um, And (sighs) the A Course in Miracles app is going to be coming out for Android don't have the exact date, hoping it will be right at the beginning of January for all the people starting A Course of Miracles again. Remember the A Course of Miracles app, it's complete with deluxe features, is free at iTunes for those of you who have Apple devices. Totally free for you. It's got reminders in it. It's got all three books of the course. Uh, so it's you can do, it's got a lot of really wonderful features and um, uh, we're doing some updates to that right now and relaunching it uh, uh, next year Um, what else did I wish to tell you about oh uh, this weekend New Year's Reboot not too late to sign up for my New Year's Reboot Retreat which is in North Carolina at the Art of Living retreat center all the details at jenniferhadley.com new year's reboot we're going to throw it down this weekend we are going to have a spiritual hoot nanny and do some really deep uh healing work and some expansive prep work for the new year it's not too late to register and uh new year's reboot is what that's called i also have a class on new year's day that I do every year, been doing it since a long time, and um, it's called New Year's Reboot also, it's it's New Year's Reboot, the class, so there's New Year's Reboot, the retreat, and New Year's Reboot, the class, and then uh, New Year's Reboot, the class, is actually a preview I'm sorry, it's the bonus class for those of you who are in my Masterful Living class in 2017. So I've written a lot about my year-long Masterful Living class in 2017 uh, on my website. And I've done a couple of free preview classes. I did one on relationship healing and harmony. And I did another one called Unblock Your Flow of Time, Money, and Energy. You can listen to those. And I encourage you to take a look. If you'd really like to live A Course in Miracles, to walk the talk and live the love in the most extraordinary ways, then 
please consider taking my year-long Masterful Living course. It's a great way to really apply these principles and to really get in the groove of working them every day. So, uh, so many people who um, aren't even Course in Miracles students have found this class to be incredibly beneficial. Um, I love it when people tell me, you know, I set these intentions at the beginning of the year. And to, to be quite honest, I didn't focus as much on them as I really think I could have or should have. But somehow they have miraculously manifested. And I know exactly what it is. It's because they're doing the work. Even a little bit goes a long way. I love one of the things somebody somebody said to me recently. Jennifer, I can't believe after just one year, I'm literally living the life I always dreamed of. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, so wonderful. All right. Well, it's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. So happy to be together. We're talking about temptation. Yes. And we're talking about choosing strength or weakness. So the strength of the Christ is in us. And the ego, of course, is choosing weakness. So it says here, we're talking about trials. Trials are but lessons you failed to learn presented once again. So where once before you made a faulty choice, now you can make a better one. And thus escape all pain that what you chose before has brought to you. You see, there's an alchemical effect. There's this extraordinary, not alchemical, it's, um, well, it's a divine alchemy that happens. When we choose again, we choose love. The painful choices of the past, they recede. There's no longer this sense of regret and resentment and hurt and fear and doubt and worry, they all start to fall away. And the poor choices that we made in the past, eh, once we once we're making a loving choice in regard to that particular belief, that particular activity, then the turning to the loving choice, it refreshes everything. It clears away everything. And this is very much related to the beautiful prayer on page 90 if I must have um, 
chosen wrongly because I'm not at peace. And uh, when I choose love, when I choose to let the Holy Spirit guide me, then the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision. And that's what I'm going to do. So that's what this is talking about here. That the sense of a trial is simply evidence that in the past we made unloving choices and we're getting the opportunity to choose again. Well, isn't that exactly what we desire? The opportunity to choose again and to clear out all the attachments, all the false beliefs, all the insanity, the craving, right? The wanting, the needing, the suffering. So when there's a sense of a trial, this is when we can say, everything works together for my good. There are no exceptions. This is my divine opportunity to choose again. And this I'm so grateful for. I learned to be grateful for what seemed like a trial because I learned that it was my opportunity to choose again and to have a healing. And that's exactly what I desire, more than anything. And you know what? This is precisely why people in my year-long Masterful Living course have such extraordinary healing and miraculous shifts and changes in their family, in their finances, in their body, in all these different areas of their life because of the group energy. We're all keeping our attention on choosing again and choosing again and choosing again and we help each other we remind each other we celebrate together and that group energy is so beautiful so powerful i invite you to consider joining us you know a couple of things i'll just share about masterful living because we start on january 1st with the bonus class and you know the beginning of the year can get away from us uh the registration closes january 9th So some of the things that you might not know about Masterful Living is uh, most people, and this is true of working the, the workbook as well, most people, when they begin, they don't feel confident that they will be able to succeed. They don't feel confident that they will be able to stay in tune, to work the principles, to not give up. They don't feel confident when they begin, and that's perfectly normal. Whether you're working the workbook or you're joining me in Masterful Living, where you can certainly work the workbook, a lot of people do, while they're in the class. If you don't feel confident, if you don't feel masterful in the beginning, you're in good company, because that's how most people feel in the beginning. They feel that it's likely they will not succeed. But they're not willing to do nothing. They are saying, I have to give myself my best chance to do something. And there's an energetic to that. It's that little willingness. The little willingness. You know, Course in Miracles is a self-study course. And uh, right now, this time of year, I've been talking with so many people in Masterful Living and all their successes of the year and their challenges and where they are and how they're feeling now. It's It's mostly a time of people really being extremely grateful and seeing how different these holidays have been than previous year. 
years, they're really seeing how much their family has shifted and how much they have shifted. And, and being with family members that maybe they haven't seen much this year and their family members reflecting back to them, wow, you seem really different. You seem a lot happier. Oh, you're much more radiant. Or they're seeing how when their family comes, they're much more loving with their family now. Uh, they're, they're not as anxious about everything being perfect now. There's more of a sense of, hey, let's just be in the flow of love now together. Isn't it wonderful we can be together? So you see these shifts and changes uh, become much more noticeable when people are with family members that they haven't seen in a while, who know them very well, but haven't had the interaction with them. It's quite wonderful, quite quite a lot of celebrating going on. and But that's not how they felt at the beginning of the year. They felt trepidatious. They were concerned. They were setting themselves up for failure. But they weren't willing to just do nothing. And a lot of these people will tell me, Jennifer, you have changed my life. I hear that almost every day from someone somewhere. Jennifer, you have changed my life. And I always say, it's not possible for me to change your life. I can change my life, and I can share with you what I've done, and I can support you in changing your life. And yes, when I change my mind, everybody's life changes, right? But still, everybody has to do their own inner work. We can't do it for each other. Parents can't do it for their children, but what they can do is they can change their mind about their children. And that's one of the most beautiful things I see every year is that people's spouses, their children, and their parents are doing better in their lives because people have changed their minds about them and relieved them of the burden of thinking that they're limited. This is the best gift we can give to our loved ones, is to stop thinking they're limited and start thinking they are the Christ. Just feeling the energy of that. So beautiful. It's so miraculous how much people's lives change. And... Yeah, a couple other things I'll just mention about Masterful Living since we're about to start and registration closes January 9th. Um, if it's not working for you, if you join the class, it's not working for you, you could always uh, just leave the class. No problem. We have a money-back guarantee. You can read about that on the website. And you can read a lot of testimonials on the website. You can even listen to testimonials, audios, and video testimonials and yeah it's amazing I love my life <laughs> and listen if this is not your year you can join me next year truly I I, I, I think I'm gonna keep doing masterful living this is gonna be my eighth year and I have to say I love it so much and people have so much success I just I don't know anything I could do that would be more productive. All right. So it says here, going back to 
page 666 in the text, paragraph 3 of Choose Once Again. It says, In every difficulty, all distress, and each perplexity, Christ calls to you and gently says, My brother, choose again. In every difficulty and all distress, Christ calls to you and gently says, My brother, choose again. Feel the power of that. Wow. Choose again. Every difficulty, all distress, choose again. It says, The Christ would not leave one source of pain unhealed, nor any image left to veil the truth. The Christ would remove all misery from you, whom God created altar unto joy. He would not leave you comfortless, alone in dreams of hell, but would release your mind from everything that hides his face from you. His holiness is yours, because he is the only power that is real in you. So the power of the Christ is real in us. That Christ is our true identity. It is the higher Holy Spirit self. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the I Am Presence. And it is the only power that is real in us. It says, The images you make cannot prevail against what God himself would have you be. So no matter what we're holding in our mind, our depravity, our lack and limitation, our just all the limitations that we might have in our mind about ourselves, these images cannot prevail against God, what God himself would have us be. So I find it very, very helpful to say things like, when there's a negative image in my mind, when there's a negative belief that's coming up for healing, when there's this sense of a trial that's going on, this, you know, experience of, okay, all things are lessons God would have me learn, and uh, here's my lesson. When that's happening, I can say that this image will not prevail. The negativity will not prevail. The false belief will not prevail. Love prevails. Love prevails over everything. Remember, the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I let Him. Remember, if you think of the Holy Spirit as your higher self, your higher self, which is your true identity, has the power to undo all the consequences of every decision you've ever made, where you've decided for pain, you've decided for separation, you've decided for hatred, no matter how intense it was, the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences. If you let Him, just ask Him. Ask, and it is given because it's already been given. So ask for the release. The release has already been given. This is an illusion. 
it says here, Be never fearful of temptation then, but see it as it is, another chance to choose again. And let Christ's strength prevail in every circumstance and every place you raised an image of yourself before. So no matter what image you have of yourself, of lacking and being in limitation, choose once again. Choose once again. Choose that love. Choose that peace. Choose that harmony. Choose the wisdom and the clarity and the freedom. For what appears to hide the face of Christ is powerless before his majesty and disappears before his holy sight. The saviors of the world who see, like him, are merely those who chooses strength instead of your own weakness, seen apart from him. See, weakness is when we we choose anything other than love, because then we're choosing apart from the higher Holy Spirit self, from the Christ. Strength is when we choose love and choose with the Christ. We can choose strength or weakness. Think of all the times that we choose strength. Meaning, trying to control someone, trying to manipulate them, making them wrong, attacking them, thinking there's something wrong with them. Thinking, oh, why don't they just do what I need or want? What's wrong with them? Whenever we're thinking those kinds of thoughts, it seems like we're choosing strength. We're superior to them. But nope, energetically, it's total weakness. Energetically, it will be felt as weakness. It will lead us to more fear, more worry, more doubt. Only love brings the feeling of more peace, more love, more joy. So it says here, the saviors of the world who see like Christ are merely those who choose Christ's strength instead of their own weakness, seen apart from Christ. They will redeem the world, for they are joined in all the power of the will of God, and what they will is only what He wills. Yes. So then what it goes on to say is, Learn then the happy habit of response to all temptation to perceive yourself as weak and miserable with these words. I am as God created me. His son can suffer nothing, and I am his son. Then a little bit further down it says, You are as God created you, and so is every living thing you look upon, regardless of the images you see. So remember, you are as God created you. And so is every living thing you look upon, regardless of the images you see. What you behold as sickness and as pain as weakness and as suffering and loss is but temptation to perceive yourself defenseless and in hell. Yield not to this, yield not to temptation, and you will see all pain in every form, 
wherever it occurs, but disappear as mists before the sun. There you go. There's that golden opportunity. Well, I'm so glad to join with you today. And as we're wrapping up, just a reminder that we can live in gratitude, constant gratitude. This is one of the most wonderful offerings that we have to give to the world is our gratitude for things just as they are, knowing that everything works together for good and there are no exceptions. Yes. And uh, this broadcast, A Course in Miracles radio show on Unity Online Network, is a free offering. We have almost 270 episodes totally for free. We're transcribing. We've got more than 50 episodes transcribed so far. All those transcriptions are free for you to download at livingacourseofmiracles.com under the resources. Remember, too, that we offer the free A Course in Miracles app for you at acimapp.com, and the Android version is coming in January. Uh, Lots more free resources at livingacourseofmiracles.com and jenniferhadley.com. Remember that my Masterful Living course uh, registration closes on January 9th, which is, uh, we have the first class on January 1st, it's a bonus class, and then the the year-long course really starts on January 9th, and you can learn about that at jenniferhadley.com. I so appreciate you. I give thanks for you, our our fellowship. I know that we, by means of this radio show, are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love, transcending time and space by means of the technology. And that is a beautiful thing. We're connected, many thousands of people all around the world. Your contributions and donations make this listener-sponsored radio possible. So thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to make a donation at Unity or at livingacourseofmiracles.com or jenniferhadley.com, we accept all your offerings, contributions, tithes, donations. It makes so much possible. Also, one last thing, a couple of free classes that uh, I've done recently, Relationship Healing and Harmony, and also... Um, 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 unblock the flow of time, energy, and money. Free classes for you. Always have lots of free classes. <sighs> so we take a breath of love and gratitude together. So grateful and so thankful to move into this prayerful space and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember and recognize the fullness of God's love in our heart, in our mind. It is our true nature and our true identity. We are consciously healing together. So grateful to see what truly is. So grateful to accept the atonement for ourselves. In gratitude, we let it be. In gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, I love you, and Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. 
with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.jenniferhadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Things may happen around you, things may happen to you, but the 